0: Hey everyone, it's Simon. So when we were recording this episode, uh, some somewhat embarrassing stuff from the tech guy here, but my own microphone somehow uh, not doing so well, so I had to cut myself entirely out of this podcast. I did the best editing job I can, and luckily we've got Reed and Guy and Jason, and they do a great job, and I managed to splice it together well enough to where my absence uh, doesn't really matter too much, but you may notice a couple of parts where the transition is just a little bit awkward. So forgive me for that one, and I'll be back in my studio at work next week, where I, knock on wood, uh, shouldn't really have any big issues. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the MLS Fantasy Insider, episode number 19, round 16 review and preview of round 17's Mega Double Game Week. I feel like we need some sort of reverberating echo deep voice right here, mega. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the wonderful Reddit community of r slash MLS, who always does a great job at submitting such great questions to us for these shows, and also not Clint Dempsey. MLS, no Clint Dempsey for you. Uh, I'm Reed Connolly, a.k.a. Dashstar from the MLS Fantasy Boss website and the Reddit forum. And I've got some great guests with me tonight. Back from a short little break, we have with us Jason, a.k.a. Jay Wu. Hey, everybody. And returning again is Mr. Guy Sanchez. Howdy, howdy. Well, guys, we're just going to get to this real quick. Uh, tell me, how did your teams do this week, this, this rough week?
1: Yeah, I had Simon Spindle and Davies. You know, actually get decent scores and then Captain Javinko. I rode that train with everybody else. <laughs>
0: no, I uh, go ahead.
1: No, I was gonna say I got burned by the uh, by heaps' Woodbury sub.
0: Oh, yeah, no doubt. That was two minutes from missing off on some, some bonus point greatness.
2: Yep, and uh, for myself, I ended up with uh, let's see, 53 points. I happen to have uh, Via Fania and Via on my team, so my Giovinco captain didn't hurt that bad.
0: Uh, well, so you guys had a great rounds. My round was awful. I actually didn't fall too far in the overall rankings, but I got thirty-five points, so I did not even hit the average. Uh, just, just pretty much a giant cluster for me. That's so to the rocks. so oh. uh, yeah, I know it's pretty rough, but but to help out, I did do some pre-planning for. Round 17, so I, I think I will be able to get that all set up with possibly 10 or 11 double game week players without having to make maybe maybe just one minus four. So a little bit of pre planning there. Kind of wrote this one off, but still nothing to to be proud about for that one. Yeah, but everyone's in the same boat. The average score was 37. So don't worry, guys. This this happens if you're if you're thinking that you had to need to redo your whole team. Yeah get the wild card, I know some people are saving it. It's a great time, a great excuse. Otherwise, just don't worry. There's some good guys on your teams. Just didn't perform. It, it happens. Uh, so before we go into our questions, we're going to jump right to it this week. Be sure to check out the disciplinary committee. Big double game week's coming along. Don't want to get surprised by someone getting a yellow card and then missing out on their second leg. Uh, remember to check the Gold Cup rosters. Tomorrow, I'm actually going to have an article out on MLS's website with some of the players to look at when their main starters are gone for the gold cup. So keep an eye out for that. Maybe find some nice little stealth punt sets that you can pick for your, for your team coming up. So we're going to jump right into this one from our classic question. Uh, these are, by the way, the double game week specific questions. Got them divided up this week. This is from Mike that tiger. He says, looking over some other scores, it looks like most of the active points that out teams share most of the same players because of the round 15 wild card. Um, Would you take a hit just to get a differential from other players, guys?
1: Yeah, now is the kind of time where it seems like you're better off just not doing anything, Uh, not paying attention to your team for, like, a month. You'll be better off. But, uh, yeah, I might take one hit. Um, There's a few players who I would look at as differentials, maybe Villafana. Did I say the name? I don't even know. He's at 4.4% ownership. It seems to be doing well. Husic at 0.9%. And Coarcy at 2%. Those are three guys I'm going to check out. I haven't had much time to do research yet, but... Those are where the numbers jump out at me.
2: Uh, Yeah, there's, I mean, you can look for differentials within reason. Um, Yeah, I I think this week I'm kind of keying in on uh, Silvestre and Maidana from Philly. Even though they got pretty much hammered in L.A., uh, they're a better team at home. And I think that, you know, kind of branching out in some of these other teams now would be a pretty good idea.
1: Can't go wrong with the double home game week.
2: No, you know, no. just that only them in Toronto have double home game weeks, So it's never a bad idea to invest in that. Uh,
0: but yeah, it's, it's sort of weird how some people want to define differentials. I think the classic way is saying under 10% ownership, but if you're in a head to head league, it's going to be totally different with how you're looking at a differential for that. And with some of these players who might be getting more playing time with the regular starters getting called up. They might have a higher ownership, but just might not be seeing the field quite as much. Maybe more of a sub, someone who's normally going uh, a sixty minutes or a seventy minutes, all of a sudden going ninety. So, uh, I think it'd be worth maybe to bring in one or two, but you got to make smart ones. I mean, some guy who's just a regular, maybe a Hail Mary sub, not the guy I'm going to go for this week. So, our next question comes from DSB Coco. And uh, Coco says, "Will any DC players play both games? Should I stock up on LA at full strength? And are the Timbers third kits the most beautiful in the land?
2: Well, to the third part of that question, they absolutely are. And the first and second kits are probably the best as well. Um, DC players, who knows? I mean, really? DC is just garbage. You can't figure it out. There's no rhyme and reason. They, they're they they're perfectly seemingly accepting taking a loss with a weak rotation and then they come out with fire and brimstone the next game and just blow a team away. I, I don't know. I mean, DC, if you, if you take them, it's at your own risk at this point because there really isn't an algorithm that can predict who's going to start on any given day. Um, and LA at full strength, yeah. That I think they were a powder keg ready to blow. I think prior to this week they hadn't scored more than two goals in any game then they come out with five um i think those players are kind of playing for their roster spot in a way because when gerard gets in there somebody's going to be on the bench so i think stocking up on la over dc is the is the way to go there
1: Yes, spindel and hamid for dc is the players that i do have and i'm not changing um for la i actually might have to break my my self-imposed rule of never playing uh uh, what's his name again? Brain freeze. Janino. Uh, I swore him off. Every time I play him, he burns me. And then I get rid of him and he scores. But I think now's <laughs> a good week to have him. Gonzalez, of course. Uh, Husidic. Those are the three that I'm considering looking at. Uh, for the Timbers, third kit. That's yeah, pretty nice. I'll give you that.
0: I have to say, and every time I make a comment about this on Twitter, someone always gets back to me. I understand that the third kit is supposed to be the flag. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I can't stand it. I, it's it's ugly. <laughs> I just I just can't. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it or whatever it's supposed to be. I don't know. Portland's got some nice kits. I don't know, but I don't know. Some of it just doesn't. It's almost as bad as the New England one. But oh, come on. I think that's the one I usually get comments on on Twitter now that I think about it, but I don't care for the New England one either. Not not all of them. I don't like the Galaxy's third one either. The throwback one. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm a bit of a snob sometimes. The Galaxy
2: there, but... when they rolled out that Jamaican themed, red, green, yellow, that was that was hot garbage right there. <laughs> Nothing is ever.
0: Bring that back. Uh, as far as DC players, I think you should add Rolf to that list because he comes up big, very often. Um, Hamid, yeah, definitely a guy that's going to be there until the Gold Cup, um, and a spend a lot. I, he missed so many games. I think you almost have to play him as much as you can just to get your money's worth for him. And I mean the Gold Cup is really what makes me hesitate about LA definitely invest in them while you can they they are a second half team that just comes on strong and Gerard is just going to make that even better. Right, next question comes from Moonbear11 who says will Robbie Keane start both games and if he does should I start or should I switch Bradley Wright-Phillips out for him? Record breaking Bradley Wright-Phillips I guess we should add.
1: Yeah, for me, but they're both the same. Uh, they can Both of them can go off big points to gamble which one may or may not. Uh, as far as minutes, you know, it's hard to tell. We don't have, a, like, you know, since he was out so much of the season. But if he's ready to play, then maybe he's rested and ready to go. I don't know. I would probably nope. pick Wright Phillips if I was going to pick one or the other.
2: There was an article on MLS.com um,
1: this week that <clears throat> he was
2: interviewed about kind of his absence and, and the injuries, and he, he said explicitly he wants to play two to three games a week. Like He's in that mindset now where he needs to produce goals, and he wants to play two games a week, so I think he's probably the safer bet going forward to start both games, and Bradley Wright Phillips, I mean, that was the right call last week. I mean, he got two penalty kicks. That should have been ten points. Nobody could predict that he wouldn't have done that, so yep. Yep. I wouldn't feel bad about not ha- I mean, you should feel
0: bad about not having
2: him, because that's pretty cold-blooded, but it was the right advice.
0: I think I'd have to say I like LA's schedule better than New York's because of the form they're on. They've coming off a high note. Bradley Wright Phillips has just got to be in the dumps. I'd imagine, but RSL and then playing New York city, even though it's away, way, not a big deal for the two New York teams, uh, New York city FC's kind of been coming on recently. So I don't, I don't think they're in that Chivas level territory anymore. Um, LA playing against Portland and San Jose. Also not a lot of travel for them. So I think they'll be able to field some some strong teams with some good rest. And I think they could really give those guys a run for their money, even though they've been, been pretty tough themselves. Uh, but yes, I would get rid of Brad, Bradley Wright Phillips as well. Gone. Our next question comes from Zenithos, And he says... What are the expectations of Valery's playing time? Oh, I bet you'll have some good stuff on this guy. I don't want to pick him up to see him only sit the mat, sit a match. So we're talking about double game week again.
1: I have no idea. Pass.
0: No. Sorry. <laughs> no. Um.
2: He may very well sit a match, and that's that's kind of just him specifically. Uh, he, there's a good chance he will feature them both. Um, he played sixty minutes in the cup match exactly 60 and then got subbed out after his goal um he kind of came in for a little bit of a run at the end of the houston game just to stay fresh 20 minutes yep and i think he's going to feature heavily in the seattle game whether he plays some time in la will be a bonus but i think just for the seattle game alone um with no dempsey and no no Oba, i think there's gonna be some points there for him yep absolutely
0: i think he's a great pick for this round um I I don't think he'll play 120 over this double game week. I could see him going maybe. I said 120. I meant 180. I I could see him maybe going 140 over over this week. Maybe 70 in each in each game. Um, yeah, I think he'll play both again. Yeah, like like you were saying, guy, the Seattle game. I think he'll be featured heavily. So if he does go 90, I think that'll be it maybe let them rest up against LA who's, who's firing on all cylinders right now. But yeah, I, I really like a Valeri pick for this round. Our next question comes from 90 minute man who asks if money were no object. I love, I love questions that sound like this. If money were no object, which double game week keeper would you go with for week 17?
2: Um, you got to go either Toronto or Philly. I mean, if you're going to play for double game weeks, and I, I mean, I assume you're chasing clean sheets with that question. You got go back to go back-to-back home games, and money isn't an object with the Philly guy. I think he's I think Sebastian's like four point four or something. Um, just subbing in any other um, keeper is going to have a road game. So just playing a keeper on the road, just because, I, I wouldn't go for that.
0: Do you like that pick, even with Philly having a buy in round eighteen?
2: Oh yeah, I mean. I, I play a system with two active keepers, so he can sit on the bench for me in, in round 18. I, I mean, I don't care about that. I think that double home game feature, that's your best chance of getting big points from a keeper.
0: I'd, I'd lean more toward the Toronto side myself.
2: I'd, who's going to be starting in Toronto, though? Because I know that's always kind of a back and forth where there's – I don't know who's going to start. From, I don't know enough about Toronto to say who's going to start definitively one way or the other.
0: Well, they've had that rotation recently due to injury, and after the sort of disappointing game, I guess we can put it in in round sixteen. I think that we're going to see Bendik back in the goal. I, I think he's their easy number one go-to guy, and now that his foot's better, I, I assumed he would get rotated in anyway during the double game week, and I could see him starting out against Montreal, and if he does well, staying on for the DC game. So I would probably go with Bendik. There you go. And moving on to our next question. That was quick, I like that one. Uh, this one comes from Cavalry, and again, I apologize for any mispronounced names, uh, who says, I know most people are going to use the wild card this week, but I really don't want to remodel my entire team since I planned beforehand can I take a minus four minus eight or even a minus 12 instead of the wild
1: card? Yeah, I would say a minus four is, is good. I mean, I don't do much more than that unless it's an emergency. And since you say you planned ahead, then you're probably not in an emergency situation. So I definitely wouldn't do a 12. Yeah.
2: The, uh, the important thing with this week, um, if you're going to do it, this is the week to do it. If you look ahead in the schedule, uh, the next five game weeks, There's only two double game week teams in that whole stretch, so there's no more double game weeks to to mess around with from taking big hits to remodel your team. Um, Columbus and Chicago have one in two weeks, three weeks, and that's it. So it's going to go back to more of a classic style. If you have your your wild card, save it for when it would be a true advantage when you're playing a single game week and you could really get something over on your your head-to-head opponent if need be.
0: I think guys starts touching a good point. If if you're not using it for round 17, which I'm okay with, uh, even though there was the the wild card in 15, this is this is what you were were prepping for. Um, if you don't use it for 17, when are you going to use it? Uh, there's not a lot. There's a lot of game weeks at the end, but there's not a, anything this saturated. Like we've touched, the only other time I can really see of when you would want to use it is for game week 23, and that's after the Gold Cup, after the All Star Game. You can check all the injuries and see what's up with who. But beyond that, you're going to have another wild card in 27 and a wild card in 32 and 33. You might be able to squeeze one in in round 29 if you haven't used it by then. But I, I think that it's either 17 or round 23 is when you really have to use your wild card if you still have it. As far as the other half, we're taking some negatives. I, I can see a 12 justified for a double game week. I am not planning that. I tried to get some pre-planning in for sixteen, like I mentioned earlier, to at least do a, a negative four and eight. I'd be okay with, but I could see somebody going for a twelve with just the people who have had it pay off for them so far. So now we're going to go to our non-double game week questions. This comes from Bit Nomad. He says, "High risk and reward wingbacks uh, made waves this week. Toya." Villafania would vary, uh, kind of, if he gotten that four-point bonus. Um, how much do you invest in your defense, and do you like using wingbacks or do you focus on center backs?
1: I don't know. I feel like I spend a, not a lot, unless you know I'm trying to pick up like Gonzales or something. But tens a bit much. I usually go seven and a half to eight and a half with three, and then usually one cheap, whatever, whatever cheap guys playing well. Simon probably right now. Well, I guess he's still over seven, eight. Who's a cheap one? Woodbury, I guess. Um, as far as whether they play in the center or out wide, I don't care. I never care about that. I just look at form, bonus points, which generally means center back, but not always, and then their matchups.
2: Yeah, I just look for <clears> – <throat> I have really just dialed in on Villafania and uh, Simon lately. Um, I've had Villafania for a couple weeks, three weeks now, and he's just produced nothing but good results for me. Um, but I don't ever go big. I think I've said this before. Anything over eight, unless you know Simon's value just naturally takes him over eight, I wouldn't buy anybody over eight for my personal team.
0: I think I mentioned my style a lot. I am a budget defender man. I think I've got four people right now, and that's just because I have Hoberry on my bench waiting for him to get healed up. Uh, and I prefer center backs. Next question, again, comes from Xenathos. And I, I enjoyed this question when I read it. Powers, his last four games, he's come off with a... Two a one a one and a may only be seven point eight million, but is it time to ditch him?
2: I mean, that Powers to me is is he's a bench player. He would be one of that kind of that price range where I wouldn't want to start him. Um, And that's my strategy going forward now is to have a player between seven and eight, a legitimate ninety-minute player to be on my bench for emergencies. I think if you if you change the way you're looking at him and you have him as a number one sub you'd always feel really good about having somebody of powers caliber as your number one sub off the bench but if you need that 7.8 to be starter value then you have to change him out that would be my advice in that
0: situation
1: yeah i would pick bunbury or romero over him any day for the I think he, virtually the same price
0: i think you nailed it on the head guy as far as the, the bench option he's a great switcheroo candidate but yeah that was that is uh definitely the way to look at it i think going forward and our last question for the non-double gameplay questions comes from Mr. Frumple PDX, who says, why does Javinko lay an egg whenever he is on my team, and should I drop him so everyone else can score points?
1: For me, that player is Dempsey, and this goes back years.
0: If I have Dempsey <laughs> on my
1: team, it's, it's not going to happen for anyone. So I'll let you know if I pick him up in the future.
2: No, I wouldn't drop him. I looked at uh, Jovenko today. Um, Throughout the whole year, he's had, I think he scored two points twice, and he's never followed it up back-to-back back with a with such a dud performance. So if his history holds true, he's going to come back with a more substantial game this week.
0: I have to agree with Travis, who made a comment on this in the Reddit forums. and Yes, drop him so we can all score points. I think we'd all appreciate that, especially since I'm one of the people who's looking at him as an early captain potential again for the double game week. I was actually thinking about this at work today, and with Bradley and Altidore coming back into the mix, I I think it's got to maybe get some guys confused who have gotten a few games under their belt without them as to who they're going to be their go-to guys. So I I think that played an effect with Javinko in this last game. And and plus, you can't just keep that kind of production up all the time. Eventually, it drops off. But I, I think he's worth keeping on with the long haul, especially once the Gold Cup comes along, then he'll be their target man again. And then I got one question over Twitter that I'm going to mention to you guys because we haven't talked about this team yet before we get into our, our picks, switching it up this week. Uh, this comes from at CaptainMorgan18. And he says, is there anyone worth a look with the New York Red Bulls tight list of fixtures over the next three to four weeks?
1: Yeah, I like McCarty as well. Um, uh, Wright Phillips, I like Sam potential, but not really. I don't know, I'm not really hot on. New York Red Bull right now?
2: No, I'm not going to have any New York Red Bull players on my team for a while. And until Sam comes back 100% healthy, um, until I see that Wright Phillips isn't going to be a complete basket case after missing those PKs. um, You know, those are two just key cogs of that offense. And if you don't have your two key guys on the field and functioning,
0: it's just, I'm going to stay clear. Uh, they've got some people I've liked on defense in the past. We've gotten some decent numbers, but there's some rotation back there. Gold Cup coming up. A couple of guys are leaving. Not really sure what's going to happen. So uh, I I would sort of lean the way you guys are going, and Red Bulls just aren't really on my radar right now. Great. Well, thank you, everybody, who submitted questions to us. Again, uh, we have a an weekly article posted on the Reddit forum. And I say again because we mention this in every episode. But there's a weekly thread posted on the Reddit form where you can submit the questions that you would like to hear us cover. Uh, of course, you can always tweet us. I just brought that one up today. These guys can always bring things up on the show whenever you send it over to them. So yeah, send us your questions. It could be anything fantasy related this week, upcoming weeks, or if this is some soccer issue you'd like us to cover, we'd be happy to throw that in there if we got some time and just, just cover it. So now we, we delayed it, covering the questions first. Guys, we had a little talk. Who do you like for your picks for this week for each position. Let's start with uh, goalkeepers and what's let's go with uh, let's go with you guy.
2: Um, my goalkeeper this week. Um, I got Silvestri starting. I got fry on the bench. Um, not chasing a clean sheet. I'm just chasing probability of a double
0: home game fixture there.
1: Yeah. I have him eating. and I'm keeping him. But if I was going to change, it would be Silvestri, but I don't really care about keepers. Whatever happens happens with them.
0: Yeah, uh, their points three tend three to be three. really close when it comes to the end of the season, so not, not a lot of, of a big deal with a keeper. That's why I started just running with one. And let's, uh, Jason, what do you think?
1: Uh, Simon is probably the, the best choice if you don't have him already. Cheap. Um, you know, I like Andrew Farrell, a little bit more expensive, or Gonzalez if you have the money lying around. I think he's going to have a good double game week. I would just say Beasler as well if he had a double game week. I wish Kansas City and New York City had double game weeks right now. My world would be a lot better.
2: Yep. I'm going to go with Simon as well. I was doing some research on him today. Uh, He's had six away games this year, and he still averages 5.5 points per away game. He's just a CBI machine, that guy. Um, So you don't even need a clean sheet with him for him to produce. Um, And then I'm sticking with Villafania. He's had assists in the last two games. He's getting lots of free kicks. He's really dangerous around the byline, so I'm going to to stick with him.
0: So you mentioned this, Jason, about the single game weeks. Are there any single game week players that you would consider having for your team this week? Or do you guys plan to stock up with all double game week players?
1: I'm mostly doing double double game week players, but I, I don't know. I feel like I should consider fail hover. I don't know. I've been burned so bad on everything. It <laughs> jaded. So I, I should just go with the old reliable.
0: Yeah, no, I'm,
2: I'm keeping Via this week. Um, 12 points in the last two matches, uh, New York Derby coming up this weekend. Uh, hey, it's it's going to be, you know, it's you never get off a heater. Like, I don't, I can't see myself dropping via to get Bradley Wright Phillips after that turd heat threw at the net this week. So, and like I said, these next five weeks coming up are all single games for all these players. So, I'm not going to just ship him off and then have to get him back in for when he's still doing hot when everybody else is on a single game week.
0: Mental note, Guy is a Darby,
2: man. I, Moving I, I, on. A lot of, that's a lot of EPL for me. I, I don't know why they pronounce it. It's stuck in my head. I can't say Derby without thinking horses. I don't
0: know. Uh, I'm from Kentucky, so Derby is just the natural way that I, that I lean towards when, I, when I'm saying that. Uh, but let's, enough of that little tangent. Let's go on to our, our midfielders. So, Jason, who do you like for midfield? You already touched on one.
1: Well, Fellhauer, yeah. Um, Husidic maybe. Piati. I think either of those will have a decent double game week. Although, Piatti has two away games, but I don't know. I think he's looking good. Well, did he play this last week? I have, a, I have to say with a disclaimer, I did not watch any games this weekend, and I didn't read anything. So, I have no idea why he has a zero. Because? So.
0: And you were off getting trained for, for uh, coaching, oh. weren't you?
1: Yeah, coaching license E. Quite fun. Doing some... Some training in the rain. It was coming down pretty hard.
0: What do you think, Guy? Who do you um, like in midfield?
2: Maybe I'm, st- I'm sticking with Giovinco. I actually dropped Piotti. Um, I don't like his double fixtures away. I looked at his stats. He's just not the same player away from home. So I ended up going uh, Maidana and Valeri as kind of a double switch for him there. I'm going to bank on Valeri having a big game against Seattle. Whether If he plays against L.A. in any capacity, that's just – that's just a bonus for me.
0: I like that. I like that trio.
2: Yes. It's it, it looks good on the screen. I, I don't know, I'm falling in love <laughs> with
0: it. No, oh, yeah, lots of solid players. But we'll let you go first time for this last one, forwards. Who do you like? And Guy, what do you think?
2: Um I got I'm going with Keenan Via. Just two big names up front. I think Via's gonna produce enough for a second forward anyway, so I would like to have a Spindola, but I just couldn't. I couldn't put three big names up top and afford anything decent in the back. So, yeah,
1: I'll be Jason. rolling. Sorry, I'll be rolling with a Spindola, Davies, and Kamara. Although I'm considering Higwayne, but I haven't decided how I would make that work. Which one I would get rid of? We I haven't talked.
0: We haven't talked much about Columbus during this episode. They're coming off that bye week, off of some rough form. Any of the normal. Normal targets, even on your radar. You mentioned Kamara, what about Finlay or somebody like that?
2: Not for me. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they're going to get some points, but I don't really. I'm not really in love with their fixtures. I think New England's going to score on them. I think because their defense is still so garbage. That if the offense doesn't outpace whoever they're playing, and they're just not going to be successful. So, I think playing in Salt Lake um, later in the week is just not going to be a good fixture for them. So I'm I'm staying away from. From Columbus myself
1: well I'm going to say that the week I picked Kamara and almost nobody else did he rocketed me into first place so all of you drop him if you have him let's just replay this so I can get back drop out of the tournament.
0: Kamara. drop Geo we'll keep him. Um, thank you very much for contributing all right, well, that wraps up our picks for this for this uh, episode. Thank you so much again for everyone who gave questions. Really helped us, I think, talking it over first with the questions and the picks. If you like this format, make a comment on Reddit. Send us something on Twitter. We may switch it up this way if that works out better for the listeners. And now for the fun stuff. So, you know... I'm going to let Simon do the MLSFI host head-to-head review because I think he's really going to get the most kick out of it. Very well, very good. Uh, And, of course, the r slash fantasy MLS league. Uh, Top scorer this week was actually the top scorer overall for for this round, and that was Allison McGee, who's the manager of Allie's Awesome Team, uh, who had 90 points. But, unfortunately, I think Allie's an inactive manager, so... I don't know. I'm kind of torn by that. love that uh, our fantasy MLS had the highest scoring player, but uh, wish it was someone who was actively playing. Hope we can try to do some of that uh, next year to get to get more active people in and flush out those inactives. But anyway, Allie, if you listen or if someone knows Allie, congrats, you, uh, you, you killed it this week. And then finally, we'll go th- over some team names that I enjoyed. I liked Legata Hold On Me from Allison Hoffman. That was fun. I like that. This combination of three players. Keen to win it. I like that from Justin. Maybe I used that before, but I I enjoyed that today. And then finally, G.I.G.O. from Brad Bellows. Um, I I just have all these G.I. Joe PSAs going through my head right now, maybe, maybe revealing some of my age, but I'd love to hear if anybody has any MLS PSAs that they'd like to Send over in in the theme of sort of GI Joe PSA. I think that could be fun. Maybe fantasy wise, this will be our next hot garbage. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone who joined us today for the show, Guy and Jason and Simon, and thank you guys for listening. But before we wrap it up, is there any other announcement you guys would like to make?
1: Nothing here.
2: Um, unfortunately for Seattle, the. Uh game will be nationally televised this weekend so you can all watch clint dempsey crying a lone tear on the sideline
0: (laughs) i'm sure there'll be lots of close-ups oh yeah all right we'll be sure to tune in to all of the content that these guys are producing guy sanchez over at footy fantastic we got jason over at mls fantasy biz we got simon who does some radio things in seattle what's that station again simon So, yeah, tune into that, and and you'll enjoy. And, of course, I have some stuff on MLS Fantasy Boss and MLS coming out this week. And, of course, Reddit is a great place everyone should stop by again to really check out those Rate My Teams if you're planning on using your wildcard. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and good luck.